Everyday Leaders. This is Melanie Ake with the Everyday Leaders platform here in Indianapolis. And tonight I am really excited. I am bringing to you an author, a new author, and his book is The Potential Trap. So I'm really excited to have him, to host him. He is having a little internet issues, and so I'm having him sign back on. So I wanted to come on here a little bit early and just share some of the announcements for everyday leaders. So if you're following this on YouTube, Facebook, or LinkedIn, I wanted to make an announcement that on April the 29th, we will be kicking off a speaker series in the Everyday Leaders platform on Facebook. So if you haven't gone there yet, if you don't know about it, you can go to the Everyday Leaders website, everydayleaders.com, and you can scroll into the services page. And I'm actually going to do that right now. I'm going to show you how to get there. Uh, and you can sign up to be a speaker for the speaker series. Uh, so the, the plan is that you can sign up. You can also register to attend these events. And we're going to have some phenomenal speakers that are going to help us with leadership values and principles. So uh, let me get to this website here real quick. And I will show you where we're going here. So if you go on to the, uh, the website and... Hello, Mark. I see you. I'll be with you in just a second here, and we will get back on our program. So if you go to the Everyday Leaders site, and you'd like to sign up to be a speaker. So here's the site itself. On the very first homepage, you can go to um, the Services tab. All right. And down under the Services tab, this is where you can um, find all of these different services. And you go back to the home tab and book a service right here, the very front page. And you see the everyday series lunch and learns. So this is where you can sign up for the lunch and learn, or you can sign up to be a speaker. So if you book that they're on Thursday, starting uh, April the 29th, and we'll be hosting those for one hour lunch and learns, and you can sign up to be a part of that speaker series. So again, on the front page of the Everyday Leaders uh, website, that's how you get to it. And then just go right down here to book a service. And you can go right here, either sign up for the event to attend. It'll be on a private Zoom link, or you can be a speaker. And those start Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, starting on April the 29th. All right. So... We have some amazing things today to share with you. Um, like I said, we have Mark Benedetti from Pennsylvania, and he's joining us because he has his new book out called The Potential Trap. So he's ready to go. He's in the green room, and I'm going to bring him on. I'm really excited to share his journey with you. So welcome to the program, Mark. We're excited to have you here tonight. Thank you so much, Melanie. It's great to be here. It's an honor to be on your show. <laughs> this is so much fun. I love the connection. Um, David McLennan said, you have to meet Mark. <laughs> and so David is just a true companion. He's a true leader and a mentor to me. And so I knew when I met you for the first time, we've talked a couple of times, and it's been amazing to hear your journey. 
Um, a lot of people that are just in their professions think that, you know, maybe you're burned out a little bit, but you want to do something bigger and better in your life. And, and so you did, <laughs> you've done a lot of things, um, but I would love for you to share kind of with our audience here that's listening and we've got YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And so yeah. to, to those audiences, um, tell us about your journey, Mark. Yeah, I think that, you know, I would say that my journey started out probably pretty similar to many, many people in the world and similar to many people that I knew in my own life. Uh, graduated college with an accounting degree, um, started working in uh, the accounting field, uh, worked towards promotions, you know, tried my best to succeed within accounting. Um, I had a few different controller positions after leaving public accounting. And, you know, have had from what many people would say, and even I would admit, to be a great life and successful um, in my mind and, you know, have a wife, family, all of that. But the one thing that I started questioning within myself was, you know, what have I been put on earth to do? What is my full potential? And, you know, in, in some ways I feel like, and I felt like I would try to, find my purpose and my identity outside of the workplace and outside of my nine to five and, and uh, my career and whether it's through my faith or things that I was doing at the church or, you know, th these different avenues of kind of giving back and, and um, seeing people uh, grow in their own uh, journey. Uh, and it started to kind of disrupt me and, and almost upset me in a good way that started questioning, man, I, I wish I, I, I shouldn't have this compartmentalized and, and feel like my potential was realized outside of the thing, my career where I spend most of my time. And um, it led me to start asking some very uh, introspective questions of myself, um, trying to ask myself, what am I really skilled at? What am I really good at? What am I passionate about? Um, and starting to identify, maybe there's something I could add to my life um, that will be an area that I could fulfill purpose in, fulfill my potential in. And ultimately what I identified is the process that I went through personally to do this. I started to realize, I bet you a lot of other people might benefit from going through this process. And that's what ultimately led me to write the book, which is really a, a story of what, what I was asking and developing and finding and searching for and uh, had some great questions and, um, this process that I encountered, I realized, I bet you other people would benefit from going on this journey themselves. And so that's what the book is about in a nutshell. But the, the theme of it is really that there is this, there's this trap that many of us live in and maybe not you, Melanie, but, but many of us and many of my colleagues even, or people that I've encountered. Uh, and it's a trap that we put ourselves in and we identify our potential through our business card, or we identify our potential through our bachelor's degree, or maybe a lack of degree. And we we limit ourselves according to all these things and started to realize that's not true at all. Uh, and I feel very strongly that each person on planet earth is uniquely gifted, talented, and impassioned to do something. And when they tap into that, that they are living in their full potential their potential to create the most value around them and for them 
and also to live life with purpose. And that's ultimately what I want people to come away with the book feeling like, that they are on a path towards purpose and to fulfill their potential. Mm-hmm. Well, and and you just didn't come up with this overnight. Like, when, you know, that's what I want people to really understand is when you have a book inside of you, this has been something that you has has been on your mind for a long time, right? Questioning about where do you fit in and how much value mm-hmm. can you bring to your community. And and so when you when you're thinking and questioning all the time, like I've done everything that I'm supposed to do. I've lived a good life. I've checked the boxes. I'm taking care of a family. We're good in, in our faith and our community. But mm-hmm. what is there that's still just this missing part? Right. And and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people define that. You're right. By yes, I went and got this X degree or I'm doing this X job and I have a, a corner office and we get to travel and, you know, we do those things that everybody else is doing, yet there's still something that I think I could mm-hmm. do more of. That's right. That's right. And, you know, I read once that good is the enemy of great. And <laughs> you can get you can get lulled to sleep in good. And listen, that's good, right? I mean, that's not bad. It's still good. <laughs> Uh, but if we are striving for greatness, we have to realize that, and sometimes good can be super comfortable, uh, but the path to great can be a little bit uncomfortable and be willing to do something that might be new, learn something you've never learned, uh, invest in yourself in a way that might be challenging, uh, long days, evenings, weekends. Um, but the, the, the destination of great isn't one that, I should ever feel uh, greedy or like I'm not content because that's a that's that's a thought that I challenge myself with. Like, am I just being greedy? Am I do I not have gratefulness? Do I lack contentment in my life? And a lot of times, you know, if we don't continue to challenge ourselves, we can identify, you know, being lulled to sleep and good is just being content. And I do want to be content. I do want to be grateful, but I also want to achieve the things that I think that God has put me on this earth to do. And sometimes that means breaking out of the box of good. And so I very much associate with that and agree with that, Melanie. Well, and I love what you just said. It's so important, right? So many people right now are saying, okay, I'm dealing with COVID. I'm either going back to the same job or I've transitioned. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have that same job to go back to. Mm-hmm. So they have to create a new space. And and you said the word gift. Gift is so important. When we have things that nobody else has, nobody shows up like we do in a certain way. That's what we're supposed to tap into. That's the potential that you're talking about. And sometimes right. we haven't been around the right people or the right job or the, you know, the right position in the right job. Maybe we had a great job that we loved in a career, but we were in the wrong seat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, You know, it's one thing if you're on the wrong bus, but I think sometimes maybe we're just on the wrong, in the wrong seat on the right bus. 
Uh, I've heard it said that way. And so identifying, you know, what is the right seat for me? Um, and we do each have giftings and we do each have skills. Um, but we are skilled in ways, but we still have to hone our skills. We still have to sharpen ourselves. And, you know, we could be given a skill that have some rough edges around it. Uh, you know, if, if you go to the store and you're looking for a knife or a, a, an ax, you know, it didn't start out that way. It started out rough and very dull, but it was, uh, there was friction and there was heat and there was the appropriate amount of pressure applied to it. And that created and formed that steel in a way that now it's extremely useful. And I think that there is such use inside of each one of us, but we have to subject ourselves to sometimes some friction, sometimes some heat and, and the appropriate amount of pressure in order for us to be refined so that that gifting and that skill, uh, that the value increases, the usefulness increases, and we're really using it in the way that it was intended and it was given us to be used. Uh, and that can be challenging. Uh, you know, I wrote this book, um, The Potential Trap. It's the first book I've ever written. Uh, don't come from an, a family of authors. Uh, and so I had to go through that process personally, uh, you know, learning how to write and, and write better and use Microsoft Word and, and figure all this stuff out. And it was challenging and frustrating, very frustrating, certainly at times. Uh, but it, I look on the back end, hindsight being 2020, and man, is it so worth it. it, it the, the payoff is always worth the pain, um, you know, especially on, on this side of the accomplishment. So, yeah, yeah. It, that's a great statement, Melanie. Um, so Jose Escobar, I don't know if you are connected to him at all. He has a group called the Entrepreneur's Bookshelf. And um, love Jose. Yeah. He's going to come on here in a couple of weeks. But talking about the things when the process of writing, I think Jose reads a book mm -hmm. a day almost. I mean, it's crazy. But what oh you gosh. from people, right, that are so passionate about, I have something inside of me that I need to get out because my experience will help someone else through this process. So when you say mm -hmm. you learned at every stage, right, you learned I didn't know how to do this. So I had to get the right people in my inner circle to help me learn that part of the process, you know, writing and publishing mm -hmm. and then marketing, right. And then putting it on Amazon. And, and so mm -hmm. what do you think, um, looking at it for, as a CPA, so doing that job and saying, okay, most people would say I would not be able to do that job every single day, the same thing, right. Every single day. Yeah. So now as a writer, being able to express yourself and saying, gosh, how do I use these gifts to be able to encourage other people to say, it's okay, you can, you can be consistent, yeah. but then how do you reach down deep inside? What did you learn about yourself through this process? Do you know about the Y Institute? The Y Institute was founded by Gary Sanchez and inspired by Simon Sinek. Hi, I'm Melanie Ake founder of Everyday Leaders Professional Coaching and Consulting, and as the first certified associate agent in the United States with the Y Institute, now Everyday Leaders can help you discover your why. Go to everydayleaders.com and take your why assessment today. 
Discovering your why is the essential first step of being an everyday leader. Everyday leaders know their why and live their why. Discover your why. Find out more at everydayleaders.com. That's everydayleaders.com. Yeah, I think I learned that uh, when you when you start to identify what you're skilled with and what you're passionate about, um, to think of it, try to think of it very broadly. And so I sat down and started to think, okay, how am I skilled? And um, you have to be confident in yourself to be able to identify like, what am I good at? And it sounds arrogant, uh, but you have to be able to rightly identify, okay, I know I'm good at this. And one of the things I knew that I was good at was um, relating to people. And I've always been told, man, it's so easy to engage with you, you know, whether I'm talking at church or I'm leading a Bible study or whatever, people just always have said that, that it's easy to to engage with you. So I'm like, okay, that's a skill. Obviously that's a gifting. Uh, It's nothing I really worked on, but I can just do that. Um, I feel like I'm skilled at creating content and making things entertaining and be able to explain things uh, and develop, you know, a lesson out of something and make it relatable. And so I said, that's a skill. And, you know, I was going and thinking through, well, maybe I should start a podcast because it seems like a lot of those skills would line up with that. Uh, but ultimately I arrived at writing, uh, through the process of trying to journal some of these thoughts out to see how it would line up. And when I journaled it out, I asked my wife to read it. And she said, what is this? It seems like it could be a book. And when she said that, it just kind of clicked. And so it was that process of kind of trial and error and self-discovery where when I identified that thing, it just became so clear um, and like illuminated that this was the next thing to do. And so when people are identifying what they're good at, what they're passionate about, you know, don't be shy about it or feel bad or feel like you're being boastful when you're trying to do it for your own self-knowledge of what are the things that I should pursue. And, you know, I realized and had some insecurities about that. And in the book, I talk about overcoming insecurities. If you're going to live your life free of the potential trap, fulfilling your purpose. And I, realized like, okay, I've never written anything before. Who would want to read this? And I started to realize, well, just because I've never done anything doesn't mean I can't get experience. And the only way to get experience is by doing something the first time. Mm. I'll only be an inexperienced author the first time. Bill Gates was an inexperienced CEO when he started Microsoft. You know, everybody at one point was inexperienced. So do it the first time and start to gain experience and learn from it and get over that insecurity that sometimes can so easily hold us back from the thing that we feel so um, prompted or so led to do. I love this. I just typed this on here. I will only be inexperienced for the first time. That's exactly right. And that's the fear that so many people say, well, somebody saw something in me in a job that I had at one time, but yet... I don't have the resources. I don't have the money to learn Mm -hmm. what I need to learn to get what they see in me. And yet nobody really knows their path. You can't say, right? You can't say to yourself, I don't know how to do that. Therefore, I can't Mm -hmm. do it. Because you're right. right. Inexperience means 
you need to learn. And then sometimes, you know, this method of that I teach so much from all of my mentors is it's failing, right? You have to learn to fail mm -hmm. and you have to keep that momentum, that trajectory of you're always failing. So you're always learning and you're always leveling up. And, and that attitude helps you say, okay, everything that I do today could be for the yeah. first time. So give yeah. yourself the grace, right? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And, and failing forward is such a key concept that I think each one of us can learn from. Um, I talk about in the book, in the, in the conclusion, I'll give you a spoiler. Um, but <laughs> I, th through researching for the book, book, I started to research the process of climbing Mount Everest. So I'm not sure if you're aware of, of what that is like for a potential climber. Um, but in my own naivety, um, being naive about it, I thought that, you know, I knew they just didn't climb straight to the top. I knew that it was a process, but um, I thought that you climb, then you kind of stay there for a few days, climb higher and keep going until you get to the summit. But what I learned is there's, um, there's three base camps, uh, a base camp and then camp one, two, three, and then you go to the summit and you start at the base camp, which is, takes a long time and many, uh, many dollars to get there. Uh, then you go to camp one, but then when you're there for a few days, you don't go to camp two, you come back down to the bottom of the mountain, to the base camp. Then you climb up to one, camp two, and then all the way back down to the start. And you do this back and forth, up and down, so that your body, it helps you acclimatize to the altitude. But the idea is they want you to be successful. And sometimes success is turning your back to the summit and walking down the mountain when you should be walking up. And I think so many people get tripped up in progress because they think progress has to be higher up the mountain, higher up the mountain, you know, gaining altitude. When sometimes you need to take a step backwards for your own good, for safety, for so that you can be successful, go down the mountain. Uh, because it's not just progress forward, it's a process of up and down. And that to me, when I learned that, I was like, wow, I can apply that to being an author, being a CPA, being a father, uh, being an entrepreneur, um, all these things. Uh, that's right. Taking a step back, you're still in the process. You're still getting closer in total steps, even though you just went down. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. And I don't think I'll climb Mount Everest though. <laughs> but so many people, right? That is just <laughs> No, me analogy. either. It's too cold. I know. It's too cold. Right? Oh my gosh. But here's the thing. Everything that we do, if we don't reflect, it's a great lesson of stop, take one step forward, you know, and then you got to go backwards. Take one step mm -hmm. backwards two step forward. And then you really have to identify what your goal is. If it's something that's, that's really true to you. Sometimes when we reflect, we change and we say, I didn't really want to climb that mountain. I needed to be over here unless we step back. Yeah, though, that's right. We don't have time to think about it. And uh, so, wow, that is, uh, that's a great analogy for so many that, you know, are struggling with what yeah. to do next. I, I'm talking to so many people yeah. right now, Mark, that are a little lost, a little still fearful. Lots of businesses have closed. And so working with entrepreneurs and small business owners saying, 
you know, it doesn't still feel like it's normal or that I'm going to be able to do my marketing plan as I had projected for 2021. And so Mm -hmm. what a great lesson to say, you know, keep going forward, but really taking that step back to kind of understand the landscape now and get your pulse on what's changed and really taking those assessments because um, there's a lot of stuff that's changed for everybody. Um, What I see though is a lot of collaboration in ways that people have never really thought about Uh, virtual trainings, virtual, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, meetings and things that people are now saying that's going to probably be 50 to 60% of what they do instead of, 10%. And so I love this kind of coming Mm. together and rethinking about the the opportunity of the potential that they have really to reach their goals. And and that's what you're all about. This, this potential trap, like don't get stuck, right? Don't get stuck in that. Don't get stuck. Don't get stuck. Don't limit yourself. Um, You know, I had this revelation years ago uh, of when I was really writing the book, um, of, you know, why is my limit, my business card? Mm-hmm. And I was listening to Elon Musk um, being interviewed and he talked about his limitations. And he said, the only limitation in his life is the fact that we have 24 hours. Like if I had more hours in the day, I could do exponentially more. And even he said, I don't even see, you know, Tesla or SpaceX as a limitation on another company I might want to start. And I realized this concept, like we're own, we are only one slash away on our business card from expanding into something new. And that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Like you just put a slash and like, yeah, I'm a CPA slash author slash entrepreneur slash this. Slash, like there is no limit. We put these limits on ourselves. And we think that I have to live within this space. I have to create within this space when really we should be thinking about and trying to identify how can I personally create the most value to other people and for myself and my family, how can I create the most value? Because each one of us have a maximum value we can create. If we can tap into that and identify, this is the way that I could create the most value. Uh, you know, we don't need to be worried about wealth and riches. All If we can create value and double down in that area where we've been created to create value, then all that stuff will, the world will flow and it'll follow value. You know, think about the brands in our lives that we, that everybody mostly likes. Like I think a Chick-fil-A, they, they have a, they've created value. And the, the drive-through line is wrapped around the block, at least over in my neck of the woods. Like they have something so valuable that all of these finances just flow after that. So we should, be, we should pivot into the value creation mode uh, of how can I create the most value? What have I been put on this earth to do that can create the most value? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now I know I'm going to have to send this to one of my friends, Steve Gielda and Kevin Jones. They have a company called Ignite Selling. I'm giving them a little plug here, but they have a process <clears throat> called value creation. Right? I've used it for years and I love mm-hmm. it because it is exactly that. If you don't understand your value, you have no idea how to communicate your message to your market. You don't know what 
is negotiable, what's non-negotiable, you don't really understand where where to come from, right? Mm-hmm. And how to how to really sell that sizzle, uh, if you will. But it's so true because if we show up and we're not adding value and we just have this agenda, right? That doesn't serve anyone and it's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. And so I mm-hmm. want to encourage people, if you guys haven't listened to this, the beginning of this podcast, <laughs> go back. There's so <laughs> much gold in here because when we talk about potential, right? The potential is unknown. We don't know what those possibilities are until we step into it. And so that's a gift. Again, we've talked about this. This is a gift that we have. It's not written in stone. It's not what your parents have told you or your best friend says, oh, I think you should do this. Or your college mm-hmm. administrator that says, well, I think you you know, you know, score well in these areas. Maybe you should try this. It's so much bigger. It's so much bigger. Yeah. And, and yeah. so I really want to encourage people, get your book, first of all, uh, The Potential Trap. And I'm going to show everybody again. <laughs> Uh, because here we go. You can get it on Amazon right now. You can go and, and buy this book on Amazon and you can connect to Mark because <laughs> he wants to connect to you uh, and really talk about this process of living your life to the fullest at your capacity uh, and, and really, you know, adding value. When you show up to add value, it just gives you a sense of clarity, mm-hmm. uh, unexplainable when you kind of cross that threshold of being confused and feeling like you're stuck going to, gosh, I can serve my gift is here. And when I figure that out, really stepping into using that with consistency that gives you that clarity that then you can really start understanding how to use that gift. And, um, man, I, I love this. Uh, I love having you on because (laughs) we have so much passion for this. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. It's been great. And, you know, I realized a few years ago and I asked myself this question is where I'm at, you know, two years ago before I started writing this book in that place, because of a decision I made when I was 18 years old to declare a major. And I started to think, you know, I declared this major, then I graduated and I get a job. And then, you know, you're trying to do the best within that. And it's kind of scary. Like I've lived for half my life and I'm, I'm 38 years old, but I'd lived half my life and never thought about this. Never sat back to think, you know, I was I'm doing great. I, I'm so thankful for where I'm at, but when was the last time I sat down and thought about this as an adult um, thinking through these very serious things. And it wasn't like a midlife crisis or anything like that. I'm not even at my midlife yet, but I think, <laughs> many people, you know, we go from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And it's like, how did I get here? And you don't even know. And so I think it's good sometimes to say time out, pause and redress, or maybe address for the first time, uh, these questions of purpose in life. What is my full potential? I, I read, um, an author and he said that he toured the United States and he asked uh, a whole group of people across ages and across demographics. One question, what is the thing you are most afraid of in life? And I thought the answer would be spiders, public speaking, death, you know, something along those lines. And he said the most common answer was to live a meaningless life and die with 
utilize potential. I was like, wow, I got to write this book because if I'm feeling this way, countless others are feeling this way. And if I can help one person feel like they are living their life uh, with their intended to the maximization of their intended purpose, then all those hours and the late nights and weekends writing and typing and learning Amazon publishing, it'll all be worth it. It'll all be worth it. And I'm stealing here what you put on Amazon, but these are the questions that I want you to think about here. If you're watching this, if you're just looking at this on YouTube later or LinkedIn or Facebook, these are the questions that Mark wants you to think about. Have you ever wondered how you got where you are? Have you ever wondered if you have the potential to accomplish more? So you aren't alone because everybody thinks this way. <laughs> and if you're saying yes, that makes sense to me, uh, get this book. You won't be sorry because thinking about it, having someone else be in your corner to be that, that parallel mind to say, this is, I've been thinking about this a lot and here are my thoughts. And so having someone on your journey sometimes is what you need yeah. just to kind of pull you through. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, you're awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> We're just Thank sharing you. your heart tonight. I absolutely oh. adore you. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, this has been a privilege and an honor. And thank you for lending your uh, influence and uh, your platform uh, for my book. So I truly appreciate it. And, you know, it's so encouraging to me. I think even as a first time author, uh, people said, like, you know, what are your expectations? I said, I, to be honest with you, I don't have huge expectations. I'm going to try my best to get it out there. But you know, it, it just kind of reinforces that when you're doing something that you feel like you're gifted and passionate to do and you give it your best, it's not that it's always easy, but it seemingly is always worth it. And helping people, if you can attach helping others and seeing others fulfilled or giving joy to other people, uh, you'll find a way that it's fulfilling and meaningful and worth it and, um, you know, I, I truly appreciate you lending my voice to, to your platform. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So for those that are listening on the audio podcast after this that haven't been able to see all the information, uh, where can we find you, Mark? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Mark Benedetti. Uh, uh, LinkedIn, same same name there. And then on Amazon, if you just search Mark Benedetti or you search the potential trap, Mark Benedetti, it'll come right to the top. It's a red cover book, says the potential trap, Mark Benedetti. You can't miss it. Uh, so you can find me either on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, or on Amazon there for the purchase. Fantastic. Well, Mark, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for being an everyday yeah, leader. Thank you what our platform is all about, <laughs> people that are living their lives with success and really raising the bar for all of us so that we can all reach our potential. So thank you for everything that you do. Please come back and let us know how things are going on your journey. Anytime you are always welcome. Oh, thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. This has been a Joe Studios production.